Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Bianca Jane. She is an international author and CEO and president of Aring, a SWAT data science team. Bianca, welcome to our show. Thank you for having me, Chris. So let's just dive in because science is something that I always tell all my speakers that they have to find what I call or what's been called borrowed credibility, where if they say something, that's just their opinion. But if they back it with science, now becomes a very established way of thinking about things because it's been vetted. So for you, you include data science and SWAT. So first, I never want our listeners, I never want to assume that the listeners even know what SWAT means or is uh, defined by. So first, share what SWAT means and then talk about your data science company. Sure, sure. So um, let me take a few steps back, Chris, Christopher. Um, we, we do data science consulting for large corporations, Fortune 100, um, you know, Fortune 10 and, you know, and, and smaller. And what we do in that, specifically the SWOT data science consulting that you're talking about, we're basically like, like, basically like a SWOT team. We can, be, uh, we can parachute into any situation, whether it's like, oh, our our, you know, our call centers are just um, inundated with calls and we're not able to throw more agents at this problem. Can you help solve this where our customer satisfaction is dropping? We need to do something. Uh, or from, from that to, you know, we have an oil and gas sensor issue. We need to uh, detect, uh, you know, uh, these uh, sensor-driven signals to understand where the problems are before it occurs. So can we do predictive modeling, predictive uh, you know, sort of sensor detection for understanding what may be going wrong and being able to predict it. So all those very diverse set of problems, whether it is in the core marketing product uh, operations or all the way to, um, you know, and, and within manufacturing, financial services, e-commerce, diverse set of industry, we are able to go into those kind of problems and quickly and rapidly using our Badal framework. Uh, it's a hypothesis-driven framework for uh, data science that we have, that we have built, uh, we are able to quickly get to you know solutions, insights, and models like fairly fairly quickly. Like a machine learning model, we typically take about less than eight weeks to fully operationalize a machine learning model. And for AI deep learning model, about you know twelve weeks, which is which is unheard of. And that's why we're like a SWAT SWAT team. Uh, and then on the other hand, we, sorry. No, that's fascinating. I actually mistook it as SWAT, like strengths, weaknesses, opportunities. Oh, the, the OT. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, there is a SWAT with an A. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Even more interesting. Yes, yes. Uh, and then just real quick, uh, Christopher, we also do data maturity, data culture work, where we go into large organizations and we help develop a culture of data uh, through our you know, curated process. And again, the Badal framework that enables us to empower individuals, you know, marketers, product managers, call center uh, specialists, claims analysts, empower these folks as to how you can use, how they can use data that is at their hand to make better decisions. Okay. Well, let's unpack some of this stuff because again, you, you, you're literally like this, this like 1000 page dictionary <laughs> or encyclopedia and you you, you said a lot of things, but let's just kind of break down to, to simple. Sure. So, so if you can explain just one client you've worked with, what the problem they might have had, and then how you're able to use data 
to help them transform the company. Just keep it super simple because I never want to assume, you know, who our listeners are and what they know or don't know. So I'd rather just keep it very simple where we can all understand it. Sure, sure. I'll tell you about two, two varied different problems uh, and situations. One is, for example, we have a, a Fortune 100 bank uh, and they have an online, uh, online presence. They have an online banking accounts, create, on, create completely online checking account. And they were rejecting 50% of the people who were applying for an online checking account on the basis of fraud. Now, they knew that 50% of the people are not fraudsters. And of course, we knew. Uh, but when we started working with them, part of the problem was that they, and of course, if you're re going to reject 50% of the people, you're going to leave money on the table. <laughs> so that was happening for years. And when we started working with them, one of the first things we did using, again, using the Babel framework, we aligned the stakeholders. Wait, what, what, what is a model framework? Uh, the Badr framework. B-A-D-I-R is an acronym. Uh, it's, a five, it's an acronym for these five steps that we use to uh, basically drive decisions and insights from data. And it stands for business question. What's the business question? Lay out an analysis plan. That's the second step. The third step is collecting only relevant data. So B-A-D. And then I is for insights using a recipe-driven approach to insights. And R is recommendations and models. So that basically is our framework. And we were able to use that framework, which, which this is the framework we use where we train people how to do it or when we are ourselves going into situations. In this case, we were we used that bother B and A part to align stakeholders, you know, the risk team, the finance team, the product team, the marketing, they were all looking at the problem from different ways, right? They were, they were all optimizing the problem. The engineering was op optimizing this decisioning system in a different, in, in, from a different perspective than what the call center, uh, the lead, the head of call center, uh, the agents, they were looking at the way product was looking at it. So we aligned them on a common view of the problem uh, within a few days. And once everybody agreed on this problem, we presented some options and one of one option was amenable to all. And we implemented that within eight weeks, we were able to build a fraud model for them using machine learning, which was able to give them right away 10% incremental fraud. And, and we are continuing to uh, sort of optimize that. So that's, that's one sort of sample work that we do. We built a fraud model, which was fast and quick and immediate, got them immediate results that they internally, even though they had internal data science team, they could not quite get to it because of many, many different issues, but basically um, we were able to solve that. Another sampling of work we do is we, this is a large um, health insurance organization. They've, they're, um, you know, the whole EMR, electronic medical record, all of that digitization has happened to them. So they're in the middle of digital transformation. However, their employees are quite scared. I mean, they're very tenured. They're very, quite scared of data. They're not use, losing the data in the way they should be able to use. And which is quite common, like you, your, your laughter tells me. Um, and so we went into this organization and we partnered with the CEO who made Think and Act Data Speech Initiative. We partnered with them first to assess what the data culture quotient was. And lo and behold, you know, their data literacy are out of the four Ds of data culture, which is data literacy, data maturity, data-driven decision-making process, and data-driven data leadership. Data literacy and, and leadership turned out to be a huge, uh, like a, their weakest link. And we worked with the team upgrading the skills while they worked on the top, top projects for this organization. And we were able to reduce the claims payout and we were able to improve their customer satisfaction within nine months. And also in that process also moved their data culture quotient, which is below 50% to above 
uh, 75% within nine months. So huge transformation within a very short period of time. Yeah, no, it's fascinating what you do, Pianca. You're literally like a, a modern day female MacGyver where you go in there and just fix things with data. I'm, I'm curious, like who, who also does what you do? Because it sounds like what you do is like with the McKinsey and the, and, and the Baines and the, the Boston Consulting Groups do where you just have this very data heavy understanding. I mean, who, who else does the stuff that you do? Yeah, I mean, so we do often collaborate with McKinsey's and Bain. They are, um, they are often in the same sort of co corporate accounts that we are in. I think their strengths are more, um, you know, they're definitely advisory and consulting at the highest level. But this kind of data literacy, data culture work we do, I mean, we have curated content that is, that is plug and play where we can take in anybody, uh, you know, a call center agent who has never, you know, they haven't, haven't, hasn't thought about data a whole lot. We can turn that person and that whole set of organization, 2000 people call center um, site into a data driven uh, organization by basically using this framework and upgrading their skill. They just need to know what's important to them and yeah. they're able to do that fairly quickly. So that from the data culture perspective, we end up working with the Baines and McKinsey's um, because they don't have the kind of depth and expertise we have. We've been doing it for the last nine years. But the data science consulting part, you're right, that's very similar to what Bain and McKinsey's would do. We're just faster, uh, <laughs> we're like, you know, we are, we are like 15 people team as of now. Uh, we have sort of no overhead, so we are basically more efficient. You're limbo, you're, you're, you're more like the, the green berets, like as you said, SWAT, Navy SEALs. Yes, exactly. That, that's great, because again, I, I really admire what you're doing because again, it's so needed. Any business owner can use you clearly because so much of it in the past was like, yeah, I have a hunch. No, you don't need a hunch. You have data. So I really yeah. appreciate you being here and really sharing some of your insights with us, Bianca. How can our guests stay in touch with you and, and learn more about your services? Uh, so we, we are on airing.com. So they can go to A-R-Y-N-G, airing.com. And they can also find me on LinkedIn and follow me uh, or connect with me if, as needed. Uh, and then I'm also on Twitter at Analytics Queen. Great. Bianca, thanks so much for your time. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.